Hello, awesome friends. Welcome back to another super exciting episode of Tiny Tycoons, the place where we, even though we're still in elementary school, explore the big, fun world of business. I'm your host, Alex, and today we have a very, very special guest with us. Let me tell you, today's episode is going to be mind-blowingly cool. Joining us in our learning adventure is the amazing Kobe Fuller. Kobe is here to help us uncover the mysteries of emotions in business. Whoa, right? So grab your snack and get comfy because we're about to go on an incredible journey. Hi, Kobe. A mega warm welcome to Tiny Tycoons. We're all bouncing with excitement to have you here. Hey there, Alex and all the Tiny Tycoons out there. I'm super stoked to be here. I'm ready to dive into the world of emotions in business. It's going to be a wild ride, so let's get this party started. Yay, Kobe. This is going to be a blast. So, I was thinking about emotions, right? Like, I feel happy when I get a new toy and kind of sad when I have to do a big bunch of homework. But I'm super curious. How do emotions become a part of business and marketing? Like, why should business people think about how customers are feeling? Great question. You know how you feel happy when you get a new toy? That's exactly what businesses want to replicate. They want their customers to feel happy, excited, or even intrigued when they see their product or hear about their company. Emotions are super powerful. They can change the decisions we make and make us more impulsive. So, if a business can make you feel a certain way, they can guide your actions, like making a purchase or sharing their product with your friends. It's like a superpower for businesses. That's like seriously cool. So, emotions are kind of like secret keys to helping people decide to buy things. But wait, here's something I'm super curious about. Can businesses make people feel emotions just with, like, advertisements and stuff? How do they do that magic to make people feel happy or excited with just pictures and words? This is so exciting. Absolutely. Businesses can definitely stir up emotions through advertisements and other marketing materials. It's like a magic trick, but the magic is all in understanding human emotions and how they work. For example... If a business wants to create a sense of intrigue and mystery, they might use an advertisement that leaves you with a cliffhanger, making you super curious to find out more. Or if they want to create a sense of urgency and fear of missing out, they might have a limited time offer that makes you feel like you need to act fast. It's all about understanding what makes us tick and using that to create an emotional connection. It's like being a magician and a psychologist all at once. This is like discovering hidden treasures in a jungle adventure. So, if businesses are like emotion magicians, trying to make us feel certain ways to help us decide to buy stuff, is there a good way, and a maybe not so good way, to do this? I mean, we always learn in school to be honest and kind, so how can businesses make sure they're being nice and honest when they use emotions in marketing? This is like unwrapping the coolest mystery gift, Kobe. Can't wait to hear more. Honesty and kindness are super important in business, too. When businesses use emotions in their marketing, they need to make sure they're being genuine and not manipulative. It's like when you're playing a game with your friends. It's only fun if everyone is playing fair, right? The same goes for business. For example, if a business is trying to create a sense of urgency, they should really have a limited time offer, not just pretend to have one. Or if they're trying to make you feel happy, they should do it by showing you how their product can genuinely bring joy, not by making false promises. It's all about being real and treating customers with respect. After all, businesses are made up of people, 
and people should always treat each other with kindness and honesty. That totally makes sense. Like, nobody likes it when people aren't being honest or trying to trick us during games, so businesses should be fair and truthful too. I think all of our Tiny Tycoon's friends listening would agree that kindness and honesty are the best policies. Hmm, I have another thought bouncing in my head like a super bouncy ball. Do emotions play a role in what kind of products a business decides to create in the first place? Like, do they think about how they want people to feel even before they make something new? You're really catching on to this. When businesses are thinking about creating a new product, they often start by thinking about the emotions they want to evoke. It's like when you're planning a surprise party. You start by thinking about how you want the birthday person to feel, right? The same goes for businesses. They might ask themselves, do we want our customers to feel excited, relaxed, inspired? Then they design their product around that emotion. For example, if a company wants to create a sense of relaxation, they might create a product like a comfy hammock or a soothing candle. It's all about starting with the emotion and working backwards to the product. It's like reverse engineering, but for feelings. So it's like businesses have emotion maps that guide them to create super cool things. That's kind of fun and wild. Like they're on an expedition to discover new treasures, but for feelings and creations. Your explanation makes me think of something else, Kobe. If different people might feel different emotions about the same thing, how do businesses make sure they're choosing the right emotions for as many people as possible? Like, if I might feel excited about a new video game, but my friend feels excited about new books instead. Oh, Kobe, this is turning into such an epic adventure of discovery. I can't wait to hear what you think. You're absolutely right. Different people can have different emotional responses to the same thing. It's like how some people love roller coasters and others, not so much. Businesses have to consider this when they're planning their marketing strategies. They usually start by identifying their target audience, the group of people who are most likely to be interested in their product. They then try to understand what makes this group tick emotionally. What do they love? What do they fear? What makes them excited or happy? For example, a company that sells video games would focus on emotions that resonate with gamers, like the thrill of competition or the joy of exploration. A company that sells books, on the other hand, might focus on emotions like the pleasure of learning something new or the comfort of getting lost in a good story. It's all about understanding who you're talking to and what makes them feel good. It's like being a DJ and knowing exactly what song to play to get everyone on the dance floor. I love the DJ analogy. Like, figuring out the right beat to make everybody groove and have a good time. So, it's super important for businesses to understand the people they're making things for. To make sure they hit the right emotional notes and create amazing things that people will adore. Okay, Kobe, I've got one more curiosity bubble popping in my head. How does a business figure out if their emotional magic is working? Like, how do they know if people are really feeling happy or excited with their products and advertisements? This adventure is getting more and more thrilling, Kobe. I'm learning so much, and I bet all our tiny tycoons out there are too. You're on a roll, Alex. Your curiosity is contagious. Businesses use a variety of methods to figure out if their emotional magic is working. It's like being a detective and looking for clues. One way is through customer feedback. They might send out surveys or ask for reviews to see how people are responding to their products. They also pay close attention to sales numbers. If a product is selling well, it's a good sign that people are connecting with it emotionally. 
Another way is through social media. Businesses can monitor what people are saying about their products online. Are people sharing positive stories? Are they posting pictures of themselves using the product? These are all good signs that the emotional connection is strong. And finally, businesses can use data analytics to track how people interact with their advertisements. Are people clicking on their ads? Are they spending a lot of time on their website? These can be indicators that the emotional messaging is resonating with people. It's like being a treasure hunter, but instead of looking for gold, you're looking for signs of happiness, excitement, and connection. This is like embarking on a quest with secret maps, hidden signs, and discovering precious treasures, but all in the world of business. Your answers have given us such a magical ride through the enchanting land of emotions in business. I think all the tiny tycoons out there, including me, have learned so much today about how businesses use emotions, like happiness and excitement, to connect with people and make things that bring joy and value to our lives. Kobe, you've been an absolutely astonishing guest, and I'm sure all our listeners have enjoyed this adventure as much as I did. A gigantic thank you for joining us in our little universe of learning and fun. This has been a roller coaster of excitement and discoveries, Kobe. Thank you for joining our playful adventure in the world of emotions and business. What an enlightening journey. It's been an absolute blast. I'm thrilled to have been part of this adventure with you and all the tiny tycoons out there. Remember, Emotions are the secret sauce that makes the business world go round. So keep exploring, keep asking questions, and most importantly, keep having fun. Thank you for having me on this journey. It's been a joy to share these insights and see your enthusiasm for learning. Keep that curiosity alive, and who knows where your next adventure will take you. Until next time, keep reaching for the stars, and remember, the sky's the limit.